You know what gets me? I mean, what really, really gets me is the the abundance and the constant negativity that's around today. And first of all, I apologize to everyone for the way this is may sound. May sound hopefully it doesn't, but this may sound muffled, and I apologize if it does, because you know the way the things are today. You kind of got to do things with a mask on, and that's calm, kind of how I'm recording today. Well, the mic is kind of in between the mat between my mouth and the mask, so it may sound muffled, it may not. So in case it does, my apologies. But loving lives, and it's more live than ever before, so here it comes. But the, the thing that I was saying was the constant negativity about things today. And I get it, people are desperate, and people are, and people are, you know, have depression, or people have things like that that are very, that just naturally, that are depressed, I don't want to say naturally, the people that are just depressed people, and, you know, I get it, it's hard to say beyond that, but, you know, it's, let's try to have, negativity doesn't drive the world. Positivity does. And let's try to be a little positive people. Let's try to show the world that while there is a bunch of negativity, while there is a lot of, not just with the virus, but with everything, while there is a lot of everything going around, and I, again, I apologize again, because I'm moving the microphone around. Here, I'm going to try it again. Bear with me. I was moving the microphone. I was moving the microphone around in the mask there, so I apologize if the sound has gotten suddenly better. I just moved the mask off of one ear, and now it's kind of, and now while I'm drinking, I can, you know, have access, have the drink access to my mouth, and also have a better recording. So, <laughs> I apologize for the beginning of this, but I wish that there would be, a, that people would be a lot more positive than they are. People aren't very positive. There's a lot of negativity, and people are looking at, you know, how sports came back and how the world has seemed to starting. It's starting to turn around and starting to come back, and people seem to be very negative in a lot of things. And for someone like me, someone who is or tries to be, is Mister Positive, and tries to look. And because of the way I was raised and because of how I was brought up, I've been brought up to be Mr. Positive. And I've always been that way. And I try to look at the, at the positivity in things and try to, keep that, try to keep that in mind and keep that going forward. And it's kind of aggravating and it's really kind of irritating when everybody around you is so negative and everyone around you is so, this is the end of the world. Everyone around you is so apocalyptic. That's the term I was looking for, but couldn't arrive at, as I was thinking. And it's everything, everything, everyone is praying, and everyone is going on the apocalypse before it happens. And walk around any, which as you can hear in the background now, walk around any mall or any shopping mall or any casino or any place. Walk around any place and you say, we are far from Armageddon. We are far from the apocalypse. But the way people are acting, the way they seem to be behaving is very much like that. And it's very, it's very upsetting for someone who is as positive as I am. It's very upsetting 
yes, behave yourself, behave yourself, and be safe and be responsible, and you'll be healthier and you'll be safer as you, more than you have always been. But also be aware that things won't be as bad as you think they are. Things are not as desolate and distraught and negative as they are. They're going to be positive. Have some positivity. Have some faith in things. Have some faith in people. Have some faith in humanity. While we are not led by the best of people, we are we are humans. We are people. We are Americans. We will get ourselves back up. We will pick ourselves back up again. And things will things will look better. Now there are several different podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Duh, who doesn't? I'm recording one. There are several different podcasts that I've listened to. And as you've heard me before in several several episodes, the greatest podcast out there, the best podcast I've loved to listen to is Fantastic Cruising. Give them a shout out. Give them a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Give them a listen. You'll best podcast out there, best cruising podcast out there, best podcast out there. They are, uh, Matt and Kimbra are beyond awesome. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. I primarily listen to theirs, but I also listen to a lot of other podcasts. I listen to my Vegas Golden Knights podcast. And here's an interesting thing about hockey and about that. With the state of hockey. And not just the state of hockey, the state of sports as well. Thank God it's returning. Uh, I don't know how long. I would have gone as long as I need to go along. You go with things and you go, you go along as far as you need to go along. Just so you can be safe. Just so things can be safe and healthy. So you go along as much as you can. But um, I, would, I would thank God hockey. Specifically hockey. But thank God sports is back. Now, my... Sorry, I dropped the mic. Which is what you probably heard. The, a little thump. And I apologize for that. I dropped the mic. But now my team, my my home, my home city, Seattle, got its own NHL team. Uh, and they named it. It's the Seattle Kraken. And all around here, all the press and all the t-shirts and all the everything, all the merch... Everything is calling release the Kraken. And it makes me, it just makes me chuckle. Like the Seattle Kraken, really? That's the best you got, and that's what you go with, and that's what you come up with. You have other suggestions like this, like the teams that, that existed before them the Seattle Totems, the Seattle Emeralds, things like that. And you go with the Seattle Kraken, seriously? You know, who's going to be. Yes, anyone who knows anything about seafaring will understand the Kraken is something to be afraid of, to be to fear. This in the seafaring, Seattle Kraken, yes. But most other teams, most people in the world don't know what the Kraken is and don't know of it. And if you're you're I mean, you're owned by I can think of t- I can think of two of them. I can't I'm gonna, probably gonna get one of them wrong one of the names wrong. Jeremy Bonderman or Jeff or Bonderman Jeremy Bonderman or something like that Todd Wywicki 
or his name doesn't doesn't look like Lywicky. His name looks like Lilicky or Lywicky or something like that. And Jerry Bruckheimer are the owners of the Seattle Kraken. Now, most teams, and I can only speak to the team that I know, the Vegas Golden Knights. Most uh, teams only have one owner, and some of them may have a team of owners. And it's kind of, it's, it's just, it's just, it pr- produces a very corporate feeling or a corporate production feeling to the team. And that's kind of not what you want to go with. So, and in all fairness to Seattle, and all fairness to any team out here, any team that would have been created out here, and it doesn't matter what the team was, I wouldn't have liked them. Because the second you go against my Golden Knights, the second you're wrong. The second I'm against you. No, not against... No, I would go now when, when the Kraken play. I will definitely, absolutely, I guarantee you, I will go to see a game. As long as they don't play my Golden Knights. As long if the Kraken, which I believe they will because they're in the same they're in the same division. I think they're in the same division in the same conference. I know they're in the same conference. I believe they're in the same division. Now, the second they play my Golden Knights, that's when I'm ringing against them. That's when. And I know someone, I know someone who is a Red Wings fan. And if the Kraken play the Detroit Red Wings, he's ringing against the Kraken. My my thought exactly like i'll be for, i i'll be all for the kraken winning hopefully hopefully the kraken will beat the snot out of the arizona coyotes and other teams but they will the way the way the golden knights stand now max petrity with max petrity and riley smith and mark and mark stone hold on everyone i'm going to sneeze Yeah, when I have sneezing allergies, I never sneeze once, as you just heard. You may have just heard. I sneeze, hopefully you heard that in the background. I'm, I sneeze multiple times. Never just once. Yeah, with all those guys, Max Petretti, Mark Stone, Riley Smith, uh, Wild Bill, Lynn Carlson, all those guys, they're not, they're, the, the, the Knights are so stacked that the second, that the second Ron Francis and the Kraken get people for their team they're going to be the knights will demolish them that's gonna it's just there's teams that the kraken won't stand a chance against the knights are one of them um there's also there's also i'm just kind of wondering also i know how how the knights got players in the expansion draft every one of the 30 teams had to leave one player exposed to expansion and that's how they got like the first person they drafted was my boy Mark Andre Fleury. Now that's how, and that's how they got the rest of their roster and the rest of their lineup through the expansion draft. And each of the thirty teams had to leave one player uh, exposed to expansion. And it's the same thing that's going to happen this time around with the Kraken. Each one of the thirty, each one of the thirty teams have to leave one player exposed to expansion. Now I know what you're saying. Each one, each one of the thirty teams, huh? There's 31 teams. Well, yes, there are 31 teams. Vegas makes 31, but the Vegas Golden Knights do not have to expose a have to expose a player to expansion. There was a rule that was set by Gary Bettman. There was a rule that he established that said should 
Bill Foley, the Golden Knights owner, not wish to leave a member of his, te- of his team ex- exposed to expansion, exposed to the expansion draft, then he must pay a fee. He must pay a certain amount of ex- a certain amount of money to the league to protect his team from expansion, and that's what he did. So Bill Foley, and what I consider as being a Knights fan, what I consider as the smartest move in the history of sports, Bill Foley paid the fee or paid the extra money to the NHL to protect his team from expansion. So the 30 teams in the NHL have to leave a player exposed to expansion for the Kraken. The Golden Knights do not. The Golden Knights keep their roster and keep everyone protected. Now, for Golden Knights fans such as myself and everyone else in Vegas, that is extremely good news. And we praise and God bless Bill Foley for the smartest move, one of the smartest moves he's ever made. As we do not want of our we do not want one of our players exposed to the expansion. That is a bad that would be a bad thing because we're we're stacked. And we don't we don't want Seattle to get one of our good players. And that's good. And being someone who lives here, I don't want Seattle to have a good player. I mean, yes, I want Seattle to succeed. I want Seattle to be a good team, so we're not, so we're not sitting, we're not sitting in. Come on, Seattle Climate Pledge Arena, really? That's another example of really is that the best you can do with namings. Um, everyone knows what Climate Climate Pledge Arena is. Climate Pledge Arena is Key Arena where the Sonics used to play and where the Storm used to play. Well, they're not playing there now because it's been remodeled and they're playing in Bradenton, Florida. But the Climate Pledge Arena is Key Arena. It's just been remodeled and renamed. So that's where the Kraken will play their home games. And that is beyond odd. That is just really funny and really, really weird. So God bless you, Bill Foley, for not doing whatever for doing yeah for not doing what every other manager in the NHL has done um, thank God God bless you for, for for paying that extra money and making sure we were not exposed because we don't want to lose any of those guys no no admittedly there as, as every as the fan of every team thinks there might be a couple players we could afford to lose that wouldn't have been all that bad that we would have been able to get around but we don't want to take that risk. We don't want that risk to occur. We don't want the problem to happen where we could risk losing someone. That that shouldn't... We don't want that to happen. That shouldn't occur. So when the Kraken come into the league, we're all... Everyone's very curious about how they're going to play and who's going to play them. And we, well, we know, like I said, we know who's going to play them. They're going to be in the same division as my Golden Knights. And I will absolutely go to... I guarantee you, I will go to see go to see a Seattle Kraken game. I want to see the NHL, and I want to see them play. And in whatever form that takes, I want to see the NHL. I've seen them twice. I've seen the Golden Knights at at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. I've seen that twice. So that I know, besides the XL Energy Center in St. Paul, I know that that T-Mobile Arena in Vegas is one of the best places to see an NHL game. I would, I would be just curious to see what what Key Arena is like. I'm sorry, Climate Pledge Arena. You can't see this because this is a podcast, but I'm seriously rolling my eyes right now. Are you joking? 
And the weird thing about Seattle, the weird odd thing about the Seattle, the Seattle team where it's located now, where the Kraken are located, is that there's an offer made by another another investor to locate to have a stadium built down near the Soto area, where CenturyLink Field is and where Safeway Field is. I know it's T-Mobile Park, but or T-Mobile Field or T-Mobile Park. It's it's Safeco. And that's what it's always been. And, you know, it's, it's, we said it about, we, I said it about a restaurant out here in Maple Valley where my parents and I go to called Hops and Drops. You can change your name as much as you want. You'll always be, in the restaurant's case, Hopjacks. In, in, the field, in the stadium's case, Safeco. You can change your name as much as you want. You'll always be Safeco. Um, there's, no, like, there's no other place other than uh, the XL Energy Center in St. Paul like T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, on the Strip in Vegas, to see a game. And I heavily, heavily look forward to seeing a game at uh, Key Arena, at Climate Pledge Arena. And if Knights come to play, when they do, I'll go to see a Knights Kraken game, and I'll be wearing my Golden Knights Marc-Andre Fleury jersey. And... I'll be supporting the Golden Knights, supporting my team. And given the way they are, they're, they're stacked, they will kill them and destroy them. Now, I'm curious to see as a GM what Ron Francis will do with the Kraken. I'm curious to see how, how they go and how far they go. I'm also, yeah, I'm very, and I'm also very curious as to, what, as to what will happen. Just very curious as to what will happen. I'm also curious to see going how the how this whole pandemic ex, how this pandemic expires or how it conti- if it expires how what it's like and how much it continues to be because like I said at the beginning of the episode people are so negative and I'm sick of it I'm sick of people being so down and so depressed and so sad and so and so negative about everything have a positive outlook look look up on things be positive it's just it's 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 aggravating to see to hear all that and to see all that. And it's also it's just it's just really it, it's odd and it's really bizarre and it's really frustrating. It's also because evidence of bouncing back and coming back from that can be seen everywhere. How cities and restaurants in those cities in your local city how they are reopening and how you see what those restaurants look like. Now, sure, there's, like, not that many people in the restaurant, but the dining rooms are open again. And you have to have six feet apart from tables. And I was just at a restaurant two days ago with my family, and the waitress came to the table, and she had a mask on. Now, the wait staff and the managers and everyone has masks on. And when you go in and when you leave, you're expected to have a mask on. And... That's that's a blessing. That's a great thing. We all want that to happen, to continue to happen. We all want to see that. We all want people to be safe and to be careful. Now, the second I say that, now that I say that, there are people who aren't safe, and there are people who don't protect themselves. There are people who are not nice. And I get when you when you're when you're eating and when you're drinking, you have to take it off so the mask, so that the soda, the the straw can reach your mouth. Or the food can get in your, you kind of have to, the food can get in your mouth because you kind of have to take the mask off. 
So I get that. But you also have to be respectful of others. You have to be respectful of people's wishes. And you also have, you have, just be positive. Just try to be positive people. And there are, everywhere you look, everywhere you look, people are negative. Be positive. Just try to, just try to in your, in your life moving forward, in your daily life going forward, you try to be as positive as you can be. And you try to show people that you're, by showing people that you're positive and being positive, other people will be positive around you. And other people can try to be positive and helpful around you. And that's, that's what you want. That's a good thing. That's what, that's what everyone wants. And that's what you want. Um, you also, I also started, now this podcast came from, it was inspired by like a long time ago. This is, I'm skewing off on a tangent here. So, um, I meant, I wanted to touch about this, but, and I've been thinking about it for a while. So I, and I'm trying to mention it to myself as I recorded previous episodes, you got to mention this or you got to mention this. And then as I was going off on a tear about the other things that were in the other episodes, I forgot to mention it. And now I want to get it out there. I want to get it going. People have always asked me, several people, listen, so, seven people have asked me before, um, what made you decide to do a podcast or what made you decide to want to do a podcast? Well, I used to, a long time ago, I used to be the general manager of a radio station back in high school. And I love being on the radio. I love doing radio stuff. And the closest thing to doing radio stuff, the closest thing to being like a radio is having a podcast where you can kind of, quote, have your own radio station. And that's great. That's, that's awesome. Now, the good thing about a podcast is that when you're, when you're recording it or when you're doing whatever it is that you want to do the podcast for, you don't have to stop or pause every few seconds to play music. Or go back and think, oh crap, what was I saying just before the song started? You don't have to do that. Now, I've heard several people say on several other podcasts that I've listened to when they've done interviews or they've talked themselves that they had tried to do a solo podcast, which is what this is so far. And if I know if anyone, if anyone's gracious enough and anyone wants to be a co-host with me, I'm happy to happy to bring them on board and happy to talk to them about what they're looking for you just have to contact my producers which you can find on the though this podcast has a discord you can email you can give me a chat uh give me a request through facebook you can send me a request or you can send me messages through the podcast connection on anchor and on spotify and other now in all the major networks it's on um i would i would they had said that doing a solo podcast is very tough because you got to find something that you're psyched about or that you that you really love and that you want to kind of go on for let's say in my case i generally shoot for a half an hour maybe a little bit more than that maybe 31 32 sometimes i've gotten up to 43 but I generally shoot for like a half an hour in length. And he's right. It is very challenging. And it is very tough to have a solo podcast or to do a solo podcast. Because you got to think about, like I said, you got to think about what you want to talk about. And kind of, I will, I will not deny this. I, ha- I do ramble a lot. And a lot of the things about the podcast, a lot of, the good thing about a podcast, a solo podcast, is when you feel like, if you do feel like you do ramble a lot, a podcast is a good way to get out what's on your mind. 
and to get it out of your mind. And, and all these thoughts that run through your head, it's a good place to put it out and get it out of your head so you have more room for other things. Kind of like the storage memory on a computer. So, like, you have more room for other things that are in your head. So you can get it out. It's a good venue for that. It's a good place to do that and a good way to, a good way to keep that going, a good way to do that. Um, and so it is, and he was saying, the podcast that I was listening to, he, he was right. It is very tough to do a solo podcast. It is very tough to think about something that you care so much about and focus solely on that and talk for however amount of time you deem worthy or you, that you think is okay to talk for. I generally, like I said, I generally shoot for 30 minutes or a little more than that. So you have to find something that you think you can expound on every week or, or twice a month or however you decide to for 30 minutes or more. And, and as one person solo podcast, it can be kind of tough. I agree with him. It's much easier to do when you have a co-host. It's much easier to do when you have some because you have someone to bounce ideas off of, someone to talk to, and you kind of like you're just having a conversation about the topic that you want to talk about, and you kind of have a microphone in front of your mouth when you're doing so, and you have someone to bounce those thoughts of off of, and it's 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 a little easier that way. It's a little easier to clear your your goal, your goal in time. It's a little easier to clear that, and it's it's kind of it's it's. Excuse me. It's kind of better in that respect. And now this can I got to keep I've got to keep moving over. I've got to keep inching here. Can't kind of keep inching over here cuz as I'm standing here people just keep crowding me. People keep getting closer and closer and crowding me out and they're not but you can hear them mumbling in the background. People keep getting closer and crowding me out and crowding me out more and more and more. It's just also it's weird in that respect. It's weird and odd in that respect. So, yeah, it's so you got to think about it's easier to do with two people. Now, if that other person shares your interests, then makes everything go faster. If that other person doesn't share your interests and is kind of just along for the ride, then it's kind of it's kind of the same thing as doing a solo podcast. You're kind of pushing, you're driving the car, so to speak. You're pushing everything forward, and that that is that is bizarre. That is weird. Now, there's along with. You just you just have to think about where you want to go. Now, in my case, you can hold you can manage a podcast or you can hold a solo podcast out for thirty minutes or more if you have something you want to talk about. Well, the difference thing the problem with me is that I have so many things that I want to talk about, so many things that are so interesting to me and so cool to me that I can't just have an entire podcast focused solely on one subject, such as Vegas, such as Seattle, such as New York such as my travels because so many other ideas pop into my head that I kind of end up going off on tangents and it's kind of awkward it's kind of weird in that so I ask you all I ask you all to bear with me and help me out as best as you can and do the best you can sticking with me so and I thank you for that I truly do thank you for all that it's also I, it started. This all started from when I, I used to stream I don't anymore because that's not rewarding I used to stream on Twitch, and I used to do live streams and IRL live streams and show the world for what it was as a, as it's around me. And I don't I don't like since I don't like to be on camera. You don't see me on camera. I prefer not to be. I like to show the IRL stream in the world around me, the world for what it is. 
and that was very it wasn't very it wasn't very good it wasn't very positive it wasn't very rewarding twitch to me isn't very rewarding now to me for other people who for other people it is very rewarding and i say very rewarding because of the and i kind of think they think it's very rewarding because they have tons of followers and tons and tons of thousands of followers and that's what makes it rewarding but for me it just aside from the fact that i didn't have many followers and it was irrelevant whether i had followers or not i just find found streaming to be very unrewarding and not cool and i i didn't i didn't like it too much it wasn't it wasn't helpful for me there's so many things about streaming that just it wasn't good i didn't like it so i kept doing it because i thought that it was it was something i wanted to do i wanted to get part of i wanted to be part of the streaming type world the world the streaming podcasting which in a case in a weird way is kind of like streaming the streaming podcasting world i wanted to be part of that i wanted to get have a venue that i could try to be entertaining for mostly myself but for other things and put out things that was intriguing to me or get the thoughts out of my head and get them on get them down and get them out there so i didn't have to so, so i didn't have to think them anymore now i know my producers are going to want me to say this so i'll put this out for them because they they posted about they have a twitter account my producers are cirrus and kaylee london um they have a twitter account at at a-t-o-m-i-c-b-l-o-n-d-z-z on twitter they have a twitter account and they just tweeted something earlier and i know they want me to mention it because they they were they're not trying to get something to go viral they were just mentioning it but they wanted me to mention it and this is this is for you guys um they were they were just recently i guess they were just recently in walmart and they were treated very poorly for they're bigoted against they the staff and the managers were not were not wearing masks that cover their nose they only cover their mouth and if you wear a mask if you wear a mask that doesn't cover your nose you might as well not wear the mask because it doesn't help now yes as far as i know in biology as biologically speaking the air that goes in through your nose is much clearer than the air that goes in through your mouth i get it but you want to have both your nose and your mouth covered so that way both sources of air going into your lungs and going into your body are protected and covered now i know and they so that that didn't that didn't occur where the staff and the, and the manager were unprotected didn't have masks to cover their nose and one of them stuck their head in near and in their daughter's stroller Sirius and Kaylee have a two-month-old daughter and they were wheeling their daughter through or into into Walmart through in her stroller and one of these people who didn't have her or didn't have her nose covered and have her mask only over her mouth which is which now now that I say that there's someone like that walking past me right now um, that is dangerous and, unhel- and unhelpful and unsafe and they had someone like that who tried to stick her head in the stroller when her nose was uncovered and she and they pulled the daughter away put the item that they were going to purchase back on the shelf and just walked out and they wanted me to say hey 
this is what happens. It may not be repeatedly happening. It may just not happen all the time. But this is what happened to them. And this is how they felt. And this is how they were treated. So be aware of that's what's happened. Also, stick around for a few extra minutes. There's a little bit more to go on the end of this. Stick around for a little bit more. And thank you all for listening. Please join me in supporting and giving to the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project. When you donate to the Pride Foundation, you join thousands of supporters building a better, safer, more equitable world for LGBTQIA people and their families. Every gift, whether $1 or $1,000, makes an impact for real people and ripples outward into our communities. There are many different ways to join and help the fight. Also go on to their websites for the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project and donate and help in any way possible. The Trevor Project offers support and help for LGBTQIA youth all over the country and all over the world. Please show them some love and give them some support.